Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big? Summarize with AI in a click. Writer's block? Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work. dumb and lovely and smart i don't know i could go on i'm gonna say it's hard david Hellman. it's harsh to call me dumb when i'm helping you host the podcast today. i mean you're only dumb about like common boy things. common sense things yeah. yeah everything else you're smart about like world war ii and one i i'm all of the like dad categories i'm pretty good at and yeah, but like anything requiring common sense not so much right mm-hmm. like Putting together a room or something. I don't know. Interior design. I'm, my, I'm on my, like, my trashing of, men for interior design thing. Lately. My sense of feng shui is lacking. That's fair. My best friend's boyfriend, she sent me a, like, picture of his apartment. And it's, like, do guys know that brown doesn't have to go with red and tan? Do women know that men don't really care? Are like, you just waiting for us to come along and fix it? Yeah, literally. Okay. Like, I... <laughs> Everything about my apartment is predicated on the idea that, like, my girlfriend will change it all one day anyway. Yeah, like, all of your stuff is free, which I appreciate. Yeah, and at this point in my life, I'm not going to spend big money on something that I know my girlfriend will be like, oh, sweetie, no. To be fair, I did buy, like, a nice couch, and, like, all it is is just a place for my dogs to run all over, so. Yeah, but you've got a chom-chom. It's true. Worth its weight in gold. It doesn't matter when they drool all over it. It's the only thing keeping my couch from resembling a haystack. So, (laughs) highly recommend it if you've got pets. Well, let's talk about more things that you're smart about, which is the Cowboys. Sure. Um, Since you're not currently on Speak, I feel like you have some takes that I want to (laughs) get off from you. Um, And I feel like the biggest one is one that I... Honestly, I've been in a COVID bubble. Um, I don't know what's going on. Today is my first day in the world. So I'm going to need you to explain to me again um, about this whole trash talk thing because that's just silly to me. Yeah, honestly, I mean, no offense. I'm sorry that you were sick, but you kind of, you missed it. The moment. No, I'm upset. The moment is passing. Um, this, I mean, this is just the most training camp storyline that's ever happened in the world. Um, and what, I think we're on day four of it now, so, like, it feels like it happened ten years ago, which is how you know that a storyline is especially stupid if you can, like, <laughs> cover that much ground in such a little amount of time. When did this actually happen? Uh, it happened Tuesday afternoon. Okay. Um, pretty standard training camp stuff. Dak Prescott, like, ran in a ran in a touchdown on a on a team rep it might have been seven on seven i don't remember but 
uh, you know, he beat the DBs to the corner of the end zone, and they were jawing back and forth, and Dak was giving it to Trayvon Diggs pretty good, and Trayvon Diggs said, shut your... Eh, whatever. Up. Shut your bitch ass up. That's what he said. We can, we don't have to worry about that. This is the internet. Yeah. Uh, and pretty innocuous in the grand scheme of things. I mean, if you've ever been at a football practice, you hear stuff like that on a regular basis. Uh, and it's funny because, like, within the bubble of the Cowboys universe, it didn't really register. But once something goes out on social media, you have no idea who's going to see it. And it it hit the national airwaves. It hit other fan bases, Twitters. You know, Eagles Twitter got a hold of it. Yeah, I was going to say. And uh, it just became, it became a media firestorm to the point that uh, Dak and Trey addressed it on Thursday night, uh, which is like, it's always, it's always amusing when, um, like when a story like that, like the players didn't actually do anything, but then it becomes something that they have to address. Like basically they're like, you thought this was interesting. Okay. I'm sure Cowboys PR pulled them both aside at some point on Wednesday or Thursday and was like, Hey, we should probably get out in front of this uh, trash talk gate and just have y'all say something about it. So they both did, and just everybody's arguing about, you know, whether you can respect your quarterback if you talk to him like that. And I obviously, in my opinion, the answer is yes. And we have... Bo- I called you dumb and I respect you. Yeah, so. exactly. Like, we have both... <laughs> thank you. We have boatloads of evidence that suggests that those things can be uh, both true. Yeah. Uh, you know, people, you know, people point out that, that Josh Allen got in a fight with one of his teammates last year at camp and Dak. I don't remember hearing anything about that. Uh, did I, it, did I, was that another thing where I was like under a rock somewhere? Probably. Or you're just not terminally online like me. Like, I mean, I, I see, am, though. I see everything. That's okay. why when you told me you hadn't heard about this, I was like, what's wrong with you? Uh, because it's all... It's all I can, I can't get away from it. Like anywhere, if I open any app on my phone, it's the only thing that's being discussed. To be fair, my entire TikTok is still the Eras tour. So. Sure, sure. Um, Love that I, for it's, you. It's the witchcraft that she performed on stage. It took over my brain. Um, yeah, at this point, I'm just ready for it to be over. Uh, and I think, I think Dak and Trey did. A very good job of, of sort of squashing it. And the funny, like, I've been thinking about this all week is just, like, I, I think Dak's got a lot of people fooled in terms of, like, what he presents and what <laughs> he's actually like, which is funny because... Yeah, because you've spent a lot of time with this man. Well, not only that, but, I mean, um, the world saw him kind of unfiltered on Hard Knocks two years ago. Like, the Cowboys were the subject of Hard Knocks, and we got a decent look... Just in terms of, uh, like, trash-talking, cursing up a storm, being, like, incredibly assertive, being... I, I guess. Go back and rewatch it. I need to. Because I feel like my takeaway from it was, like, his, like, little PR moments where he was... Where they did, like, the sit-down stuff. No, there's like, definitely some fluff, but, like, they yeah. got him mic'd up on the field a few times, yeah. and he's not, like, a cuddly <laughs> creature during football practice. Like, nor, is, nor is any NFL player. Who's the... Um, Phil Philip Rivers. Yeah, I mean he's not Philip Rivers. Philip, well, that's a hilarious point, Meg, because Philip Rivers is like 
this super religious dude with 20 kids, but he's like the biggest shit talker in the world. He just doesn't cuss. He doesn't cuss, but he never stops running his mouth. He's like, bless your heart. He's like, he's a legendary trash talker. So yeah, like... Well, shoot. If, if, if Philip Rivers can do it, then you should expect everybody does. And that's, that's what's just funny to me is I'm like... And look, I mean, anybody who knows me knows that I think the world of Dak, but like... People have Dak, like, confused for this, like, you know, gospel choir member. And I'm like, y'all are crazy. That's just not the case. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but so, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think this will hopefully be behind, you know, the Cowboys are going to practice over the weekend. And then they'll be back here next week, back in Dallas next week for for the Jacksonville game. And hopefully by, I mean... It's Friday right now. Hopefully yeah. I don't have to hear about this anymore beyond, like, tonight, I, I would hope. You, do you think that's possible? It just depends on if anybody else throws their hat into the ring. Well, your friend, LaShawn, yes. said some things. He did. He had an opinion about it, and look. He, Everyone's got opinions. He played a long time in the NFL, and he played for the Eagles, which I think is an important piece of context. But yeah. Um, well, so he's always going to say something about the Cowboys, which we know that already. Yeah. So, like, surprise, surprise. Um, so, it is what it is. And that's, I mean, if... I would have liked to see you guys, like, talk about it together. I think that would have been hilarious. I had, like, when I was, when I saw his segment about it, or when I saw him talking about it, like, the way that I just, I had so much, I was like, I, I just want to be there. I just want to be able to debate Shady on this. Uh, so... Because I, I feel like you would just be like, you don't trash talk your teammates. Like, oh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what I would have said, but I know it would have been a lot of fun. It would have been a lot of fun. Who was his quarterback? Nick Foles. Uh, oh shoot! I mean, he's played with a well, bunch. Yeah, he's of guys. played with a lot. He's played with a bunch of guys. So he's trying to tell me that he wouldn't trash talk with his QBs, and he if he did, then he wouldn't respect them. Uh is that what his point was essentially? I, more or less, more like he, his point was basically, you don't talk like that to the quarterback. And I, from my experience in covering the NFL, I don't, I don't agree. Uh, <laughs> but I wasn't there to debate him, so hopefully well, also, I'll have that like, opportunity. They're not on the same side of the ball, anyways. Like even if they did have beef, like what does it? What would it matter? It's not like it's a wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, and yeah, I think I think that's a which good... they don't. So that the point is moot. But like, I think that's a good did, point. I like, just don't understand what the big deal is. I think I think him. that's a good point. Like, I think it's it's way more realistic and common to think that your defense is going to talk mess to your quarterback than like, yeah, if you're if Michael Gallup told Dak to shut his bitch ass up, <laughs> then I think that would be a little more interesting, in my opinion. That would be a little. Yeah, more we could talk more about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if anything, he's just preparing Dak for, like, what he's going to hear from dudes on the field when he's out there in, like, what, 37 days? Say it with me. Iron sharpens iron. <laughs> if I could eliminate one phrase from the training to camp discussion, it, would be, that, it would be that one. Oh. Um, so, iron sharpening iron. Who's, uh, who's improving the most, do you think? Obviously, the rookie's... I feel like I'm I'm seeing lots of Mozzie Smith quotes. Um, yeah, Mozzie kind of. He's Mo- like, I don't care about football. I just like hitting people. Yeah, Mozzie made like, some waves. Yeah, 
he's he's like, I don't even like football. I just like to hit people. I'm like, cool. You're playing the right position. <laughs> you are playing the right position, my you're man. You're in the right spot. Um, tra- training camp is, and like every, I mean, it's exciting. I get it. I'm excited. Football's back. I was glued to the entire Hall of Fame game last night, even though it was mostly terrible. Um, but like, it's it's so hard to evaluate these practices. Like, there's no real contact. Right. There's no real replay either. Like, I mean, yeah, you can go and watch Johnny Johnny Machota's videos and like try to slow it down. But I mean, it's it's so sad how. <laughs> People will try to like do tape evaluations of like these grainy videos from forty yards away. I'm like, guys, we don't have to do this. Like, we will have actual game tape in in a couple of weeks here. Um, but I'm obvious. So I say all that to say, receivers and DBs are always going to stand out during training camp. It's yeah. just the name of the game. Um, you know, it seems to me. I I would say if I had to pick something that's interesting from this camp so far, it's just that. Brandon Cooks looks completely as advertised. He looks like exactly what the Cowboys thought they were getting. He's got a speed element that I don't think they really have anywhere else. Uh, He commands attention. He takes attention off of C.D. Lamb. You've seen a lot of C.D. Lamb catching balls over the middle, maybe because of the attention that the defense is paying to Cooks. You're seeing Cooks get behind a lot of DBs for a lot of big gains. seems like he's already got a great rapport with Dak, so... Uh, if I had to pick one thing, it would probably be Brandon Cooks. And again, I think you have to keep in mind that it's easy for receivers to stand out in these practices. But right. when we already know what Brandon Cooks is, and he's had 6,000-yard seasons over the course of his career, he's done it with a variety of different caliber quarterbacks, uh, it's, it's very easy for me to bank on him doing that in the regular season, too. Ooh. I like that. Uh, I'm trying to, I mean, I'm trying to think of what else. Um, Everyone looks like Toad. Yeah, I, you mentioned the, the Guardian caps. I can't unsee it. They look like Toad from the Mario Brothers. Yeah. Uh, it is, I mean, it looks a little silly. It looks, I'm not going to lie, it looks a little silly, but if it... Like they're important and all. If it, if it does even a little bit to protect everybody's brain health, then I'm all for it. Um, oh, obvi- I mean... I think it goes without saying at this point, but uh, Micah Parsons is just a disgusting monster. Um, <laughs> you know, there's for the whole time I've covered the Cowboys, you can always you can point to a player who has just kind of ruined practice for everybody else. Like Des Bryant used to just terrorize the defense day after day. Like the defense, and to be fair, a lot of times the defense did wind up being bad in those days, but. You know, the de- it, like yeah. you would watch Des practice and be like, is the defense going to get a stop all season? Yeah. Like, are, are they capable of it? Mm-hmm. And you feel the same way watching Micah right now, where you're just like, is this offensive line ever going to give Dak time to throw? But then you just have to stop and be like, okay, but Micah is like one of the five best players in the NFL right now. Like, yeah. it's just beyond obvious. And, uh, if you want to get a little trial by fire, get you ready for the season. I mean, who better? Sure. I'm. I'm not going to use that phrase. Iron his arm, but like. But in this case, you spend a month dealing with him, then most of the guys you face during yeah. the season are going to feel not easy, but uh, you know you're going to be used to that type of tempo and that type of 
talent. I like that. What's the uh, what's the Deuce Vaughn report? Deuce Vaughn looks really good, but again, and I don't want to sound like a hater, but like these practices, <laughs> these practices are so hard to evaluate because they're not tackling. Yeah. Because uh, you know you'll see. I mean, Deuce is getting involved. You know he he's he's working a lot as a receiver. They're giving him plenty of run when they do their their run installs and stuff like that. Uh, but again, you you pull up these practice videos and it's like, oh my god, Deuce just you know he just juked this guy out of his shoes and then you watch it again and you're like eh, i don't know i think deuce might have gotten decleated by this linebacker if tackling was allowed yeah like it's hard to it's hard to evaluate and it's easy to be like oh my god he juked yeah. that guy when the linebacker's not actually trying to put him on the ground so and that's i mean it gives him a little confidence i guess yeah I mean, he looks he looks like he's got juice he looks um He's not as fast as like a Brandon Cooks, but he looks explosive. I, I'm I'm very excited. This is probably as excited as I've ever been for watching running backs in the preseason because for the last like seven years, it's been Zeke, Zeke, well, Zeke. in the preseason it's been Zeke is sitting and we know right. like we are like for the last three years it's like Zeke's the starter and Tony's the backup and. Let's get through these games without getting anybody hurt, and yeah. we're just gonna spend the second half of these preseason games watching undrafted rookies fight for a roster, a practice yeah. squad spot. Honestly, and whereas now, I think the backup job is completely up in the air. You know, Ronald Jones got suspended this week for at least two games. So, what did he get suspended for? Uh, it was for PEDs. Although he, oh, that's right. he came out and said that he was taking a medication for his heart. So I'm not gonna damn. I'm not gonna dog the guy uh, without more details. I know it seems like I think. How can you? I I don't want to get. I'm guessing it registered something. I don't want to get up on my soapbox too much, but it feels like the NFL could do a better job of like. At least like take down their medication list. Just well, they just they need to factor that in. They need to do a better job of like educating <laughs> these guys about what they can and can't take because I mean, and I get I mean, there's some personal well, accountability like, that goes into that too. But I don't know. It just seems like yeah. a lot. Like guys get popped all the time where they're just like, oh, I didn't see this one ingredient in my medication that's like not allowed well, or you whatever. Want him to not take. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like I said, I, I don't understand. I don't know enough about the situation yeah. to speak firmly on it, but right. uh, I, yeah, it just seems like they they could do more to get on the same page there. Anyway. All that to say, that's up in the air. The point is that he's not going to be on the roster to start the season. Right. Uh, and so he was easily the most experienced running back on this team. I mean, he's the only... He's the only running back on this team besides Tony that has more than like 30 career carries. Yeah. So now you're saying, okay, Malik Davis, Deuce Vaughn, Rico Dowdle, like what you do in the preseason could very much determine the pecking order behind Tony. And I mean, Deuce is going to be in the thick of that. I'm, I can't wait to see if he takes it to the field. If I had to guess, he probably will. I mean, he was one of the best running backs in college football in yeah. against top tier competition. So he remains Marissa's background. Our so. dear friend, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that like not to knock anybody, but like he's gonna have a big opportunity because in the second half of these preseason games, he's gonna be going against backups, and so you know he's he's got a big chance to to stand out. Like I won't be surprised if he's a 
if he's a preseason all-star the way that uh, other guys have been over the years. Okay. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magic Write is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, there's been like some, there's been a, I don't know if it's more than usual or if I'm just picking up on it more than usual, but there's been position flex talk. Um, and they're moving guys around. Like for Isaac Alarcon, for example, mm-hmm. is on the defense. Um, you know, um, what is it? Did they call him Izzy? Oh, yeah, Mukwamo, yeah, is Yeah, like, he's, he was actually flexed in season to, like, a different position completely um, for at least a game. And, like, are there, who are you seeing where they're, like, kind of playing around with that? That's a really good question. I think the one that's getting a lot of headlines right now is just that they're working with Leighton Vander Esch as, like, a spot rusher. And that's, I mean, Dan Quinn's so much fun because... If Dan Quinn had his way, and I mean, this is impossible, but I think if Dan Quinn had his way, the only two positions that would stay the same are the boundary corners. Mm -hmm. Like if you just stick, if you just stick Stephon Gilmore and Trayvon Diggs out on the outside and let them handle the top two receivers, then everything else would be negotiable for Dan Quinn. Because like Izzy McQuamu was a college corner. They moved him to safety. He's played a little bit in the slot. He's done a little bit of everything. Yeah. So that's a guy that can wear a lot of hats. He already asks his safeties to wear a lot of hats. J. Ron Kirsten, Donovan Wilson spend a lot of time in the box. They they fall back in coverage as well. You see it all over the defensive line. Like again, Micah's position flex. I think we all we all yeah. agree at this point how good he is as an edge rusher, but he's a guy that can do some linebacker things. He can provide pressure up the middle as a blitzer. Demarcus Lawrence kicks inside a lot under Dan Quinn as a defensive tackle. So my point is, like, Dan Quinn wants everybody to be as flexible as possible because it gives him the leeway to just do a lot of crazy shit that freaks out the offense. Um, I'm trying to think of some other guys that have really caught my eye doing that at this camp. Uh, I mean, I think all the guys I just mentioned are worth noting. Um I'm really, and we'll get a better look at it during the preseason games, but I am, I'm just curious to see what the linebacker group looks like in game situations. Because again, they're talking about using Van Der Esch as a situational edge rusher. I think that's something Damone Clark can do. He did it pretty well at LSU. Yeah, I like, was going to say. Most of his best plays at LSU were as a rusher, more so than like a traditional linebacker. Um, and then DeMarvion Overshone has yeah. I mean, that, well the name of his game is athleticism you know he's a converted safety so he can run 
and uh, and so I think there's some fun things you can do with him. And I, I would, yeah, I want to see Dan Quinn play with that. I guess not that they're not going to show us anything overly fun in a preseason right. game anyway. But uh, we should get we should get a fun idea of of the different ways that you can use those guys. And I think just by virtue of the lack of experience linebacker is the position we know least about. You're like, okay, we know Leighton, and yes. the rest of these guys haven't done a whole lot in the league, and and Micah's going to do his thing. Hopefully, right. I mean, hopefully Micah doesn't play a preseason snap. But, yeah. He's so going to want to. Well, that cool. It's your job as a coach to explain to him why he doesn't <laughs> need to. We've seen how well that goes. Um, okay, well, that's exciting. I mean, what's the state of the O-line, though? I feel like that's one where that's not really a – I guess there is flex in there because they, like, don't really know where they want to stick guys at this current moment. Well, I think they just have the luxury because, I mean, right now Tyron Smith is playing left tackle and Tyler Smith is playing left guard. Mm-hmm. We'll see if that changes. Hopefully Tyron Smith has one more full season left in his body, but history indicates that won't be the case, but – for the time being, like while everybody's healthy, that's what they're doing. And like yeah. I said, I mean, it it doesn't always look great because Micah Parsons is a freak of nature, but I think they'll be fine. Uh, and Tyler Smith looks comfortable. And again, you know, they don't have arguably their best player, Zach Martin. Right. Um, so, you know, a lot of younger guys, Josh Ball, uh, guys like that are getting run with the ones. You know, I, if I had to guess, they'll look better when they get their Hall of Famer back, but... I haven't seen anything from that. That's uh, super interesting. Oh, it, I was just going to say, not alarming. Like, <coughs> I haven't seen anything that scares me. Because, again, people are like, oh, my God, Micah's killing him. And I'm like, yeah, well, Micah's Mike a freak. Yeah. Micah's a top three pass rusher in the NFL. So if Micah wasn't making them look bad, then I would be worried about him. So yeah. that's that's the challenge of training camp is you're like, is this a problem or is this actually good? When are, uh, when's their scrimmage? Are they? That's not really a thing. Not against themselves, against someone else. Are they doing that? Oh, I, I don't think they're doing joint practices this okay. year. And if they are, I don't think they are. But, I mean, they play Jacksonville a week from right. tomorrow. So that'll be their, yeah. It's funny, not being out there, it kind of feels like it's flying by. Like, I'm like, man. Preseason's already a week away, but I know, you know, my friends out there in Oxnard are like, holy shit, can we please get home? Like, yeah. this is this feels like we've been out here for a year. I mean, do you miss Topper's Pizza? Like, what's, how does it feel to be at home? I just fluctuate between FOMO. Like, every day I have a, mo- I have a moment where I'm like, man, I'm really, I'm really glad I'm here. Like, instead of being there, because yeah. like. You're not working 16-hour days, and you could take a nap. I could I could take a nap. I have I can make a grocery run because yeah. I have my car. Uh, I'm not living in a hotel room with another person. <laughs> um, but then at the same time, I'll have a moment where I'm like, I can't believe I'm missing this. Like I can't believe yeah. that I'm not out there cutting up with all the guys and shooting practice video and all that fun stuff. So it's it's a mixed bag, but it's okay. I mean, they are in Frisco soon. Oh yeah. When they I mean, well, they come back here to play the Jags and then they go back to Oxnard for a, a week. That feels wrong. Uh, I know, right? It is yeah. it's I don't remember ever 
usually they try to like break camp so that they they leave Oxnard, play a preseason game, and then yeah. immediately come home. But it just didn't work out that way this year. Like it's like a tease. Yeah, for like, the players. I know. Especially they're gonna get like thirty six hours at their own house and then have to go back to the residence in. I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna spend a lot of time crying for them, but um, yeah, like. Typically, they try to do it so they'll play, like, the Rams in the preseason opener and then the Niners and right. then go home. But they're playing a home preseason game this year. So, yeah, that will be weird. Like, they're going to go oh, back. I'm going to... to that. Boo. What, the Jags game? Yeah. I mean, wow, sound a little less excited about seeing the first action of the season. Jeez. Preseason games are so boring. <sighs> You mean I have to fight people for parking mm. spots to watch them not do anything? I mean, you don't have to go. Nobody's I've... making you go. That's true. But don't you want to be able to say you were there for the start of Deuce Vaughn's career? Oh my gosh, I can rub that in Marissa's face. I'm I've... just kidding. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> no, yeah. no. Honestly, I am ex- I'm excited to, like, now that I have some, you know, things to look out for that you have mentioned a little position flex fun you know you uh you can watch the kickers can see if the kickers are any good oh no yeah it's that time of year Golly. i'm you know oh. brett hasn't showed up there in uh Axnard yet huh no brett's in denver now oh that's right yeah yep mm. um we were with cons- the conspiring that he would show up. no but... but yeah yeah now he can't um but yeah, so um, they'll yeah, so they'll be back here after they play Seattle in like okay. like August twentieth or something. So yeah, I'll go up there for that probably. Seattle, we play them in the season. Yes. Mm. Little pre-action. Eh. Little teaser. People always people. People always bring that up, like, oh, we're going to, you know, give something away. And it's like, nobody even, <laughs> nobody uses scheme in the preseason. Yeah. So I don't think it'll be a big issue. It's more like flex your muscles a little bit, if you can. I feel like we don't win a lot of preseason games. That, that's fine. I know, you don't care. I, nobody should. I was actually, I was thinking about that last night, like. People do care. Why? I don't know. Nobody should care. I don't care. You should care about... I more so care when people, like, make it a big deal. Because they're like, oh, we can't even, you know, get a win in preseason, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry to anybody that's listening, but I just, I can't respect somebody who approaches the preseason (laughs) that way. That's such an asinine way to look at it. Like, genuinely, I used to think that way, and then I became friends with you, and now I don't, so... Uh, We're trying to get through these games with zero injuries and preferably with as many like like guys that we need to step up stepping up like we need to see a backup running back show his stuff as my oh my dog found a tennis ball i was like what are you doing he's so cute um yeah we need like we need to see a backup running back step up and be a beast we need yeah uh, to see some of these backup offensive linemen show that they have something because the Cowboys will probably need them at some point. We need a young linebacker or two to really look like the light bulb has come on. Like, Damone Clark had a solid rookie season, but right. how much better would you feel about the defense if he had a 12-tackle game in the preseason where you're like, good, yeah, yeah, it'd be great. Uh, so if you can get a couple things like that and have nobody important get injured, then the preseason is a success, even if they go 0-3. Honestly, 
I would prefer they go 0-3 because it probably means they got their better players out of the game. Yeah. And someone's taking it too seriously. Although I will, but it is fun though, like, you were at a concert, so you didn't watch the Hall of Fame game last night, right? No, I didn't. I it was on, so I saw it. It's so bit, like it's so fun when you see like a young player just ball out. Like uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson for the Browns, the UCLA oh. quarterback, he looked amazing. And I mean, it's the second half of a preseason game. I'm not overreacting to that, but like that can be a big boost for your team when you're like, oh, uh, backup quarterback has some juice, or not backup, third string quarterback has some juice. You never know when you're gonna have to see him, Niners. We saw it with a young Dak Prescott at one point in time. Well, he wasn't third string, but yes. He was at one point. He was fourth string. Oh, that's string. true. He wow, was fourth you know string. <laughs> I'm old enough to remember when Dak Prescott was behind Jameel Showers on the depth chart. Never forget. I genuinely did forget about that. Well, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> All right. Well, at least we have... You You made me a little more excited to go to a preseason game, so that's kind of cool. If, that, if I can do that, then I'm doing my job. Yeah. And all of you, don't worry about the, the W's and the L's when it comes to preseason. Just have fun. And watch people hopefully ball out. Or just don't get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. All right, Dave, where can everyone find all your stuff? Uh, you can find me at, at David Hellman underscore on... The app that used to be known as Twitter. Is it called? Are we calling it X? I'm not I, like, calling it that. No. I'm not. Um, the X-Bird app. The X-Bird app. <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, you can find me there. You can find me at foxsports.com. Uh, that's it for now, but we'll see. We'll see you what this writing is. writing anything fun? Did you write anything I've been writing recently? my Yeah, I've been writing my ass off. Click those stories. Uh, I wrote I wrote something that I thought was pretty good about uh, Dak and Trey and the shenanigans of it all. Yeah, it's a little teaser. Was that your ode to Lashawn McCoy? Uh, no, it was <laughs> it was a, it was an independent and intelligent thought. You can go read it on FoxSports.com. See, he's smart about smart things and dumb about dumb things. Uh, no argument here. All right, you can find me at Meg Murray with four R's on Instagram and Twitter. Um, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us there. Also, uh, bloggingtheboys.com for all your fun stuff after you've read Dave's stuff. First things first. Um, until next time, Dallas forever, Philly for now. Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case... Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? <clears throat> the real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com. Designed for work.